I'd like to be your son in a weird way. Oh, you can call me daddy if you want. I feel like I was. This is gonna this is gonna be a fruity pod. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of Sigma Sports Presents Matt Stevens Unplugged. And for this episode, I brought my trusty semi-portable recorder to Ruler Live 2022, where that little cold opening clip came from. And I used it in between the onstage chats I was having with some very cool guests indeed. And just for the record as well, I'm recording these links from Sigma Sports headquarters inside um, a storage cupboard, just in case the ambience feels a little different. So in this pod, you're going to hear Lizzie Banks discuss the merits of corduroy, which is my favourite fabric, Telefini and Adam Blythe rate each other's teeth, Nathan Haas explains the difficulty in finding the green room um, because he's colourblind, Tom Pickock's first impressions of mixing with quote, the big dogs, Perry Apgwyneth rates my singing voice, that is very interesting indeed, and Colin Sturgis, former pursuit champion of the world back in the day, an all-round lovely bloke, um, requests an appearance from Kenny Van Blamink. So without further ado, get yourself into a state of mind where the fear of missing out can't ruin your day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the pod. You know it's that time again. Podcast. Now, some of you might be wondering, what is Ruler Live? Well, that is a very good question. Now, as you know, Ruler is a wonderful cycling publication, and every year they host an end-of-season party of sorts. It's a ticketed event where you can mix with some of the biggest names in cycling, enjoy on-stage conversations, check out some of the latest cycling tech and historical museum pieces, and maybe even have a tipple if that's your thing. Now, I hadn't arrived long on day one when I bumped into friend of the pod, Lizzie Banks. So um, this is the opening salvo. There's probably going to be a link before this, but I'm at Ruler Live. Um, and who should I stumble upon? I've already done my first bit on stage with Cassie Nuidoma and Taylor Finney. They're just lovely. Kind of fell in love with them in a weird way. Um, they were, well, which are, and, and I'm with Lizzie Banks. It was one of my introductions. <laughs> so back with friend of the podcast, Lizzie Banks. You've been on stage already with Rebecca Charlton. I have. Um, can you talk to me... Before you talk about the chat, can you talk to me about her, her not Velcro jumpsuit, that would be weird, her corduroy, <laughs> corduroy jumpsuit? Well, I can talk to you about her corduroy jumpsuit, but I, I heard when you walked in that you actually had the same item that you nearly wore and thankfully yeah. changed to a, a black corduroy jacket instead of a, a women's corduroy red jumpsuit. I always keep, oh, it, I, actually, it was a mustard colour one. I always keep a women's corduroy red jumpsuit in my wardrobe. Because yeah, I think corduroy is like, um, it's, going back it's, it's, it's super unisex. Um, and... I don't know where we're going with this, but yes, I, I, corduroy is my, I, it's my favourite fabric. You know what, it's perfect for this time of year. Changing weather, you don't know what's going to be happening outside. If it's a bit extra chilly, you know, you've got that kind of, you know, the furry warmth. Yeah. It's really, furry warmth, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. No, and it's, um, this is a thin gauge cord, cord that I'm wearing, but I'm, I'm, I, like I'm, I, I like a thicker one as well. But That's this one's quite thin. Yeah, she's quite thick uh, and a lovely colour. Uh, and you're looking resplendent in, in polka dot leggings. Yeah, no corduroy. Corduroy is much harder wearing, of course. It is. Yeah, it, it, this is, this is, I, I think I might have worn this last year, but it's one of my favourite. We've got some people laughing at us in there. I, I love the fact that people are chuckling over our corduroy-based conversation. But, um, but as this is Rulo Live, what are your thoughts so far? What was it like being on stage? The crowd? The crowd. You know what? I always wonder when we're talking about women cycling. You know, because... 
I didn't know initially we were going to be talking about women cycling, and sometimes I feel like, oh God, do we have to talk about women cycling again? It should be just cycling, but it's uh, it yeah. should be just cycling, and it yeah. really gets my goat that we have to talk about women cycling. But anyway, we have to do it because there are still a lot of people out there who don't realise how blimmin' great it is. Um, and I always turn up and I think, you know what? No one's going to be here. Nobody. Everybody's going to come and listen to you talking to Cassia and Taylor or all are doing the breakaway. But it was packed. It was packed. Totally. It was absolutely packed. There were people just standing at the back. People couldn't even get in. Uh, the crowd was wild. It was just great. It, it was brilliant. I mean, the crowds were bonkers. Hold it. Adam Blythe, another... Adam, can we have a quick word? Um, isn't not been funny with you. Whether you're man, woman or beast... He's lovely, isn't he? Man, woman, beast. We've got one of yeah. these Well, I'm not it's the beast. I think I did debate <laughs> no, about what I, I think it's just such an attractive proposition. Well, you are as well, Matt. Well, both of you are. Uh, thanks, definitely. guys. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So there's a bit of a weird love in then. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Me and Matt have got like a weird thing together. But anyway, yeah. I hope you're all well. Are you all right? Is I'm that, very I'm, well, thank I'm, you. Yeah, I'm, I, I got back on the bike. Just after we spoke on the podcast, Matt, I got COVID again. You're having me on. And then I went to the cardiologist and he gave me bronchitis. How did he do that? Oh, well, he just coughed on me. Wow, that's not good, is it? But no, I'm back on the bike. I'm back on the bike. Because you were just on the cusp of getting back on the bike, weren't you? Yeah, I did my first hour-long ride, and then the next day a family member tested positive for COVID, and then I got it four days later, so, yeah. Well, the good news is... Is that you've got a weekend to relax and you can get back on the bike even more. <laughs> so you're perfect. And I'm having a, you know, um, a, sponsor, a sponsor correct beer. Wahoo beer. So. It's quite, it's actually not be funny with you. Right. Because, you know, I get, I get, sometimes I get a bit tired of brands, but ultimately they do pay our wages. So it's really quite nice. Yeah, not mine, <laughs> but I'm going to go with it. But how... Do, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, it's fine, it's fine. But how do you say wahoo or... Because I say oh, yeah. wahoo. You I don't say wahoo. Uh, no, I say wahoo. Well, you know, well, how do you say wahoo? Maybe I say wahoo, but I'm going to start saying woohoo! Because yeah. we're quite, not being funny, we're quite posh, aren't we? We are, well, no, well, yeah. You are, I, you're I'm, not posh, Matt Stevens. We're kind of a little bit posh, home counties. We're, we're from Derbyshire. I'm from Yorkshire, you're from Derbyshire you've now. You've got a very, very northern but home counties, quite eclipsed accent. I quite like it. It's quite, a, it's quite I, posh. I hate, I hate this about me. I, Why? I find myself so annoying. Well, so the good news is we love it about you. We love it about you. And you, <laughs> by the way, before. Matt Stevens, oh, yeah. saying you're posh. Matt, you're posh. Where's this come from? No, no. I, on a voice. No, I just sometimes oh, I, now no, I can, I can go a bit cockney when I'm with like cockney blokes. Well, our window cleaner, when back in the day, when he came round, I was like, all right, mate, how you doing? Right, and then, when, then I went with Lizzie Banks. I go, oh, posh. Yeah, I know. I tried to go to Sheffield, like, what are you doing, Doc? But I just can't really do it. We've summed it up here. When I had my window cleaner, Matthew Stevens. Oh, back in Jesus the day. Christ. Window cleaners are people, people that clean windows. You are so oh. posh. No, right, I think we might have to wrap this bit up. Anyway. I um, don't even have windows. No, I don't. I just live in a prison cell. Prison. Don't tell my missus. I don't know, don't know how we're going to wrap this bit up. But yeah. uh, anyway, Lizzie Banks and Adam Blythe. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Matt Stevens. Thank you. <laughs> just listening to these clips again. Um, just conjures up just wonderful memories. And as you can tell, I think, from that first clip, Ruler Live is just a lot of fun. Um, and I think the crowd have the same amount of fun as we do. That that conversation took place in the green room, um, which, as I may talk about later on, um, was, wasn't actually green. Anyway, um, Lizzie Banks, as effervescent as ever, um, and great to see that she's actually back on the bike. Um, and everywhere pretty much I went for the whole of Ruler Live, um, I kept bumping into Adam Blythe. So it does reappear um, through this podcast on a couple of occasions. So yes, that conversation took place, as I alluded to, after I'd been on stage with Cassie Nui Doma and Taylor Finney. And that was amazing. 
the the crowd as Lizzie was talking about at the auditorium if you've ever been to Rio Live before you'd know the auditorium it's pretty pretty big but this was double the size um, had a really really good atmosphere in there and it was there was a proper buzz and the best events that I've done you feed off the audience and and so if you did go to Rio Live and you're listening to this thanks very much for coming along because obviously it sounds a bit cheesy you can't we can't do it without you but when you have an enthusiastic audience you can really feed off that and that all channels back into the conversation and the conversation i had with cassia and taylor finney was one of my favorite interviews they're so relaxed of course both of them have been on on matt stevens unplugged in the past they're just a lovely couple and interestingly i did actually bump into them before ruler live in a shoe shop next door to the hotel because I needed some new trainers. So I popped in to get some new trainers and they're in there buying trainers as well. Anyway, from trainers to actually chatting with said Taylor Finney and another appearance from Adam Blythe. So again, we've got two, two teammates, ex-teammates. Look at Adam. He's so, do you know what? Adam, Taylor Finney and Adam Blythe back again. Uh, we have a, just, I've had a 50-second, wow. 30-second break. And um, how lovely is this chap? But also, look how good both of your sets of teeth are. I've never really noticed them side by side. Um, so, okay. Actually, so, so Taylor, rate his teeth. I would give his teeth, I mean, considering that he's British, no. Uh, I would say like a nine. 9.1. 9.1. quite generous. Nine to 9.1, depending on the day, really. Um, so Taylor's just rated your teeth as an 8.9 to 9.1, but taking into account that you're English. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Taylor, if you look at him aesthetically, if you look at the like, ears, they're all in like perfect symmetry. He's ridiculously he's symmetrical. It's like a supermodel, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's like a he's like all a. All the lines are in the right place. Yeah, the ears are really small if you look at them. Well, they are quite they are quite small, but they're still they're still quite nice ears. So the, the, the weird thing with this is this is the first time I've seen Taylor since we since. We were teammates. Maybe six years, seven years. Six years, yeah, but not a lot of change. I still like to touch him. Still well, like what to you do? Him. He's a lovely man. You look the same. You just have more uh, kids. Just have more kids. No. Kasha thought she was pregnant, but she's not. So. Right. Okay. That would be. That would be. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean. Thank you. No, but She's not. She's not. She's a. Kasia is not pregnant. I was doing the math. I was like, I got this. No problem. I'm a, house, I'm a house husband ready. I think you'd be a great dad. I think I'd like to be your son in a weird way. Oh, you can call me daddy if you want. I feel like I want <laughs> 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 Right, okay. I this is going like, yeah. to be a fruity pod. Right, and Cassia's coming over now, so we should probably... She is. Cassia, what... what yeah, we were just having a bit of a natter. Firstly about, there were, oh, actually before we have a chat with Cassia, Adam, can you rate Taylor's teeth out of 10? Uh, 9.5, 9.5. They've been like symmetrical since the day I met him. Have a closer look. No. Yeah, have a closer look. No, no, they, <laughs> well, that's not, pretty harsh. But if you look at Taylor, no, there's you not... Once you see mine teeth, you're gonna go up, but with his... I will give Are you like rating your teeth higher than Taylor's? Yeah. I feel like we're all looking at teeth. Might, don't even them. get mine. I'm just going to do that because okay. I've got proper English teeth. Now you've got lovely teeth. They, cro- they, they crossed at the bottom. Characterful teeth. They, got, they are quite English. Character teeth. That's really kind of you guys. Are really, you're really kind guys. So what do you think of the crowd out there? That was, they were a good crowd. That's, yeah. Seriously, moving to this venue, I know you guys haven't been before, have you? 
that was that was a great crowd. Seriously, what was your thoughts? Uh, I definitely enjoyed um, seeing so many people, and everyone was reacting in such a nice way, like laughing back at us and giving out good energy. So that was really nice. Well, that's re- that's really cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it because I say it's the first time in this new venue. And uh, anyway. I just wanted to sort of see what your thoughts were really, Casper. It's lovely to see you, looking lovely. Um, We've got a water on the go. So are you hanging around in London for a bit or? Until Saturday, so we have a couple more days. Yeah, we're going to go shopping tomorrow again. So you can find some new, find some new trains somewhere. Yeah, um, we want to go to Soho. Soho area. Soho's lovely. It's my favourite place. Yeah? Okay. It's so cool. Loads of nice little pubs and bars, okay. places to go. Some really cool little shops. They're touching each other quite a lot. I don't they know are touching each other quite a lot. But it's just, you know. Bro romance. Well, that was a lot of fun. A lot, a bit of a love in there between Adam Blythe and Taylor Finney. And I didn't realise that they hadn't actually met for six years. Of course, they were teammates back in their BMC days. And I thought they would have met up before that, but uh, clearly wasn't the case. So definitely a bit of a loving. Really nice vibe there in the green room. We had a um, couple of champagne buckets with red wine, um, some Coca-Cola, some beer and some red wine and some croissants and fruit as well. Um, and there was a little podium um, with somebody in the middle just making, just keeping us all in order and several little sofas scattered about. So we did spend quite a lot of time in there. Now, following on from my conversation with Cassia and Taylor, I had one more appointment on stage, and that was with the mighty um, Fabian Cancellara and Tom Bonin. That was a lot of fun. That will live with me for a long, long time. They, they couldn't let anybody else into the auditorium, actually. So that wrapped up day one for me. Uh, but then the following day, day two, um, my first appointment on the stage was with Nico Roach, Alex Howes, and Nathan Haas. And I was hanging out with them, actually. So I'm, it's day two of the Ruler Live. I'm uh, in the green room. Um, looking back briefly on yesterday, what a, what a great day. Um, two gigs, uh, Cassie Nuidome and Taylor Finney, who you heard from briefly, that was good. And then uh, Tom Bone and, and Fabian Cancellara, that was, that was great fun. Packed auditorium. And now I'm sat with my f- a couple of guys who I'm going to be talking gravel with. Alex House, friend of the pod, They're sat opposite. Um, we've got Nathan Ass's daughter, Tilly, um, who looks remarkably like Nathan's wife, um, Laura, and she's just fallen on the floor. And to my left is Nico Roach, another friend of the pod, and also Nathan Haas. All three friends of the pod are going to be on stage chatting gravel in a bit. And then after that, I've got Tom Pidcock, um, and then Ed Pickering's going to be there with me as well. So I'm just going to go and have a quick chat with... Uh, with with Nathan actually just briefly you're right oh god here he is just, I'm just gonna check Nathan um, we're in the green room and it's actually not green is it well sadly I can't really tell I've, I was unfortunately uh, born colorblind that's a really really <laughs> awkward segue you've already told me that before sorry so we're in the green room um, uh, we call it the grey room the, the grey room <laughs> the grey room I mean, we should re- yeah, we, they should have renamed it knowing you were coming and you had I, that affliction I know they kind of they're not really looking after my disability I feel I feel like I've been forgotten we're a very forgotten so group sorry. in society you know red green orange lights not necessarily my best friend it's lucky that they're vertical not sideways wow You've got some new t-shirts as well, haven't you? Do you know the... Have you seen the colours of them? They're kind of cool. Well, actually, it's very lucky that my wife was there because, you know, sometimes I put things on and she's like, Nathan, you've just put two things of the same colour on. 
Like, they are also the same colour as your pants, and you look like Where's Waldo? I'm like, okay, well, lucky she was there to help. Oh, mate, shoes. I don't know. I'm, I'm laughing, but I, I don't. It, it, it's alright. You can you know, laugh. You know what? I'm, I'm laughing. I'm smiling. With you. Yeah. you know, it's, I've got to make light of my situation. Yeah. So, are you looking forward to going on stage with these these lap these the chaps, Alex and, and, and Nico? You're all. Graveliers? Would you call yourself a gravelier or a gravel gra, gravelerer? Gravelister? Gravel? What is it in Australia? Gravelistas. A, 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 a gravelista. A gravelru. I don't know. Is there a word? Is there a, is there a, is there a noun nowadays? It's a graveler. What you gravel race? What are you? Well, someone once called me a gravel. Well, in Europe, it's actually gravel grinders, and I'm sort of like, guys, easy. No, hold on. Easy. Oh no, that is so easy. Euro. I know. I know. Right? They kind of always just miss the mark a little bit culturally, like, or, or at least. Comically, you know, yeah. for me it's almost. I, when I'm in Europe, people call me a gravel grinder. Like a guy came up to me and goes, Oh, Nathan, I heard you're a gravel grinder these days. And I was like, Yeah, we'll roll with that. <laughs> Whatever you say. Yeah, that's like, fine. I feel like there's too much entrenched in what you're saying here for me to change what you're going to say. So we'll, we'll roll with gravel grinder today. Okay, gravel grinder. Uh, maybe we should. I might ask you all to describe what, what you actually are as, as gravelers and see, see what the general consensus is. And then I'll come up with something as well. We'll open it like that. What do you reckon? Or the biscuit analogy. I I feel like the biscuit analogy is better. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) All right, just tell it like it is, mate. Jesus. You know, I I don't like to put myself in a box, you know. Last year I was a roadie. And, you know, this year I'm a gravel grinder. And I think, you know, before that I was a mountain biker. But I like to see myself as Nathan. I'm just a person first that rides bikes. uh, I mean, what we can drop in now is a round of applause. Oh, thank you, no, thank no, you. I appreciate yeah, it, everybody. Yeah. It was a really round, round, <laughs> round house of applause. It's about right people. There. It's, this, 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 this festival is about people who happen to be on bikes quite a lot. Well, I feel like there's a lot of weird people in the world, but cycling seems to conglomerate all of them at once. So yeah, we're high a big, density. We're a big group of weirdos, and especially the ones on the stage. I think we're super weird. So I'm, I'm excited for us. To I'm just quite pumped actually for this. I'm just ready to get weird. We're yes. going to kick off the show. We definitely got given the kind of like uncool slot of one o'clock to open the show um so we're really trying to make it big make it hit so we maybe get to like 145 next year yeah i think yeah i mean but it, but we are it's like the reverse headline we are basically headlining but in the other direction really yeah it's like when you go to a concert and someone opens and end up being better than the main show exactly. that's what we're going for. that's it I, th- I think it's probably going to happen look i've got look i don't think probably is a good word no. You know, I think it's definitely going to happen. Definitely going to happen. So we've got you know? putting pressure on us. We've got a lot of intention here, guys. So that's where we're at. Right then, we'll um, we'll close this particular portion of the pod. Um, there'll be a nice little segue, some music perhaps, oh, we and we'll podding? come back. Yeah, this I, is, I thought we were having a, pod. a chat. This is a, this awkward little mic in my no, face. I know. I, I, just, this, I just feel more comfortable with a microphone because I've been yes. doing it so long. It's like you know when you see a journalist and they're like they have to have their notepad and they're not necessarily taking <laughs> notes, but but that's their like thing that separates them from their, like a subject. Yeah. It's like that's that's how they identify as a journalist. I just thought you walked around with a mic these days. I I, I do so as well. Inflated sense of yeah. self, you know. I just have yeah. to be. I have to be the guy with the mic. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, I didn't uh, mean that in a mean way. No, no, no. Oh, a little bit sad now. It's fine. It's all right. It's all love here, Matt. Thanks. I know you're going to make lots of jokes about me today, so I had to start off with one on you. I'm looking forward to it, mate. Me too. Let's do this. Well, Nathan Haas, um, always an absolute pleasure to speak to, although it was slightly embarrassing uh, mentioning his colour blindness. But we had a good chat on the stage, and you might have actually noticed um, when you compare my voice in that segment to the previous one, uh, I did have, or we did have, a very, very heavy night on the tiles. Um, 
Ruler Live on the Thursday always finishes about 10 o'clock. Um, we then went to the pub. We then went to our hotel bar. We got chucked out there at midnight and ended up partying across the road at a club till 2.30. And that took its toll on my voice. So I'm roughly an octave lower. Um, and I didn't want to drink that day. And as Nathan said, we were the first on the stage. And one o'clock in the afternoon, I thought, I'm just going to have some Coca-Cola, maybe have a beer later. But what did Nico Roach bring onto the stage? A backpack. I thought, that's very strange. And, and about 10 minutes in, he opened the backpack and said, this is what all gravelers do. And we opened up a can of beer. Uh, which I had on stage and that started the ball rolling again. Anyway, that was a great chat and and to be honest, although we're first on, we had a great crowd. Anyway, a little bit later on that very same day, I spoke to, well, the living legend that is Tom Pickcock, who was actually enjoying his first ever Ruler Live. Right, um, we're, I've just, we're basically about to go on stage with Tom Pickcock and Ed Pickering for the uh, Tom Pickcock part of the show. Big crowd out there. Just met Adam Blythe and I've worn um, I've wore his Prada top, which I, I've still got like those blotches in your eyes when you look at a light that's too bright. So Tom, what I wanted to ask you was, uh, would you wear a jacket like that? It was it's astonishing, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I quite like it. It was not as a Ryan jacket, wasn't it? I mean, I reckon it, the the Prada badge was stuck on it. It was that big, but yeah. <laughs> it did look a little bit like he'd done it himself, didn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. It did. So right. Relatively serious question. Have you ever done this, done anything like this before? Everyone keeps asking me about going yeah, on stage. Because I, I, I mean, I mean, we've we've chatted quite a lot, but have you done anything like this before? It's quite it's quite a big deal, actually. A lot of people. It's going to be a lot of love out there. Um, Seriously. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I always see when rulers on every year, and I'm doing cross, and I, I see it and think, uh, yeah, quite a quite a cool uh, event with yeah some good. I don't know how to explain it, but like, yeah, a, a big event. So, yeah, I think it's, it's quite nice to be here, I guess. Then. Yeah, I saw you chatting to Tom Bonin. What, how, how flipping, what a legend, but also what a lovely bloke Tom Bonin is, eh? Yeah, 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 he is, yeah. We just ended up talking about cars after 30 seconds. So. Yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of the, the, the ruler, isn't it? Big, big names. You want to be a big dog, you need to... Uh, Come to Roulette and mix with the big dogs. I think you need. To, I think I've got Ed Pickering. If you need to use that quote, if you, speaking of big dogs, <laughs> Ed Pickering. Speaking of big dogs, how are you? I'm good, mate. Um, I'm good. I've, I've had a really good time so far. So, have you been happy? Because it's been there's been a great vibe in this in the in the space. Have you guys been happy so far with what we've seen? We're on day two. Yeah, really, really happy. And also, like the the show itself has been excellent. To be serious, like we had. You know, um, over a thousand people each day come through the doors to you know, look at the latest gear, to enjoy the tech, to talk to each other, to exchange ideas, to come to the talks. You know, the, the next one is up quite soon. There's been a fascinating way. We had a sold out show with you know, Boonen and Kanchlar on stage, which you hosted excellently. Um, everyone's been enjoying that. Main thing is, my impression is it's, it's a great show. It's full of great people. And uh, you know, that, that sums up cycling to me. I think we'll just cut it there because that was, that was brilliant. Well, we're about to go on stage. You feeling good, Tom? You might, you, you might want to, I don't know, take that jacket on. It's, it looks quite nice. I'm going to describe it. Oh, no, he's back. Blythe's back. It's almost, it is almost like a jacket face-off. Tom Pidcock in green. And Tom, what, how, what would you describe that colour as, Adam's jacket now? Because this is a podcast. There's no visuals. Orange. But much more than that. It's fizzy, I think it's fizzy orange. Why have you it's, got a weird obsession with how orange this is, man? It's like, it's like fake tan orange. That's it, brilliant. It's like a tango orange. 
matches Tom's legs look. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're gonna we, we we need to we've got five minutes, so I'm gonna just gonna turn the mic off and we're gonna head on stage. Well, um, that was actually quite a lovely little segue because we uh, moments later I put down my pod microphone and me and Tom Peacock went on stage with Ed. Of course, Ed is the editor of Ruler, the newly appointed editor of Ruler, and we had a really nice conversation. Again, that atmosphere that I've described before just continued through the night, and Tom gave some really interesting insight. And it, it, I wouldn't be um, letting go of a secret um, if I was to say that I did put to him if he thought because a lot of people there of course it might have been recorded um, but I did put to Tom based on his experiences this year um, whether he thought at some point in the next few years he could win the Tour de France of course that's what a lot of people are thinking um, and he looked upwards as if thinking rubbed his chin and just said yes and, and then the, there was a pause and the crowd just erupted. It was a, a really brilliant moment, a really confident young man. Um, and, I, and it's quite interesting because he is so young. I, I made a point of reminding him how important he is to people and how he inspires people uh, just in the way, he, he, just the, the, the manner of which he carries himself, especially the way he rides, it, it excites people and it inspires people and a lovely lad. But also um, happy to take the mickey out of Adam Blythe's jacket as well. Honestly, I, my eyes are still having a little bit of a problem. Anyway, that was the final that was the final talk that night that led us into um, Friday night, into Saturday, which was the final day. And I was very good. We went out afterwards, went to the pub again. A couple of my, my friends came along. Um, but me and Holly, my wife, who was there too, we scooted off at midnight to get a good night's sleep. And then, um, although, no, that's, sorry, yes, we had a good night's sleep. But before that, we did go to the pub for a bit. And I bumped in to none other than Perry Apgwyneth, amongst others. So we're, I'm with uh, Perry Apgwyneth, friend, friend of the pod, not only friend of the podcast, but the man who wrote and performed the theme tune to, to Matt Stevens Unplugged. You, you performed it as well, remember? You're singing on it. Thanks, mate. Yeah, beautiful voice. I think you've got a beautiful voice. How's Rule Alive been for you, mate? I love it. It's, um, it's cycling's after show. I've always called it this. I go every single year, which you know because you see me every single year. We do um, end up together in pubs afterwards, don't we? Yeah, it's the best bit, isn't it? But it, yeah, cycling's after show, and I just love it because you get to see all your old mates that you work with during the year, something you haven't seen since the previous year. It's just a beautiful, beautiful events really I mean people who are listening might think we're in a disco we're not are we we're actually in a regular pub aren't we yeah we're in a place called the Golden Heart uh, we're in is it uh, Shoreditch yeah we're in Shoreditch uh, next next door to the Truman Brewery and uh, yeah, it's, it's a marvellous little pub it's very quaint it's very oldie worldie-ish for London it's an old London pub uh, it's quite marvellous and the beer tastes fine well, there we go. A little bit of a snippet of our night out. Um, I'll get all my days mixed up, but that was obviously that was Friday night. And as I said, the, what Perry said there it w- was right. Um, you've got all these exhibitors, these wonderful brands, people having fun. Um, you've got these stars of the sport there on stage talking with us. It, it does have an end of season vibe. And I think that's one of the reasons that it has been so successful. But it's not just the event itself. It's what happens immediately afterwards. And it really is a proper social get together. Um, And probably the only time in the year where everybody in the industry, people who work with the brands, the athletes, agents, um, the people who work in telly, everybody, the editors of magazines, everybody gets together and everybody's mates as well. And there's a proper real, it's just a wonderful feel to it. Um, So a proper little celebration at the end of the year. And if you've never been before, 
um, hopefully uh, over the last few snippets you've got a sense of what it's all about um, I, my intention you know was to speak to a lot of other people but I was, it was just so intense I, I, I couldn't and I was engaged in conversation all the time I had a blast I was absolutely drained although I did go to bed relatively early just gone midnight and on day three coming into Saturday admittedly I was a little bit tired not hungover actually just a bit tired but I was perked up by a combination of some good coffee and my old mate Colin Sturgis so here we are uh, day three uh, Ruler Live and we're not actually at Ruler Live I've left Ruler Live having been on stage with Ed Clancy that was good fun um, very tired today my uh, energy is draining but I think I managed to pull it together for um, the last bit we did on stage great great crowd but I'm now sat in in Costa Coffee other outlets are available of course um, although I do have a points card I think I've got about 16 quid on it actually which is quite nice um, please get in touch if you've got more than 16 quid on your Costa card uh, to the usual address but I'm sat with Colin Sturgis otherwise known as Cole or Sturge um, many of you will know him of course well, actually, he's a teammate of Johan Museum we're going to be talking to later on. And, Cole, how the devil are you, mate? I'm all right, thanks, mate. Yeah, it's good to be down here, actually. Haven't been to London for uh, Rouleur for a few years, so, um, yeah, it's been good. Obviously, come down with the team and stuff, but, oh, it's fantastic. Are you comfortable about me mentioning you on stage when I chat with Johan Museo in, a, in an hour or so with Blythe and saying... Because I've been doing these little straw polls about pe- what people are up to and stuff. So, are you, ha- are you comfortable to raise your hand? Yeah, that's fine, mate. <laughs> what was, what's it actually like being with Johan as a teammate? Because he is so Belgian. Um, he is the epitome of, of Belgianness, isn't he? He is. Um, and you've got to remember, I mean, that, that's oh, way back in 1989. Um, but, you know, he was, he was, I was only 1920 at the time. So, Johan would have been 22, 23. Um, but you could just see the guy had something special even back then and, you know he's in his second year pro and uh, absolutely smashing it up with the bigger guys in the team as well but uh, like you say yeah I mean he is he's that epitome of Belgian Belgianness, if you will um, and you get you know you sort of get him in um, tandem with people like Frank Hoster and Ronnie Van Holen um, and yeah man it, it was a lot of fun as well as you know hard racing just a lot of fun can you introduce the gentleman over there yeah, so I'm sat opposite um, Simon Lillison, um, and for those of you that don't know Simon Lillison, just Google his Palmares. There's about eight in a row points race championships, British points race championships, amongst other things. Did you actually win the Girvan as well, Si? I did, Matt, and I won the Div- Division Road Race. No, I didn't win Div Road Champs. We dropped you, didn't we? Let's not talk about that. We're not going to talk about that, but thank you, Colin, for that introduction. I am with uh, Simon Lillison as well, and his son, Lucas, who's a keen cyclist, very, very fast cyclist. Uh, just say hello, Lucas. Get yourself on the pod, pal. Hello. There you go. Uh, thank you for being so expansive. Um, are you enjoying Rule Alive? Uh, and are, are you enjoying being on the pod? Uh, yeah. Good stuff. So, Sai, uh, are you enjoying Rule Alive? Yes. Who are you most looking forward to seeing at two o'clock on stage? Adam Blythe, Matt Stevens, and Yahoo Mizeo, maybe. Oh, it's got to be the two o'clock slot. Absolutely can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be going to blow my mind. Yeah, just seeing Matt Stevens up there, seeing you on stage. Never mind the other guys. Obviously, a lot of lot of man love for Blythe as well. So it'd be good to see good to see him up there and and the Belgian bloke. Thank you. Checks in the post, by the way. Are you uh, are you coming on stage as uh, Kenny? Uh, you must do it. Eh? You must make this, eh, Matt. Come on, eh? Um, Kenny isn't retired. But um, he did send me a fax 
the other day actually, um, and he's he's currently holed up on on a barge, uh, just at, just on the edge of Gitz. But I do think he'll be at the ruler uh, ruler live in the future. He's just uh, he's just had a bit of problems, and, and there's a few there's a couple of injunctions in place as well. Still. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on that strange note, uh, we'll wrap things up, and um, we'll, put, we'll have a chat with Adam, and we'll have a chat with Johan. Probably have a chat with Ed Clancy as well. What a lovely lad Ed Clancy is. Always um, ever generous and, and an absolute inspiration. So hopefully, I will actually get to talk to him. Otherwise, the end bit of this link is gonna gonna fall flat. Let's see what happens. Well, um, the end bit of this link will fall flat because I never got the chance to speak to Ed, Adam or Johan. Well, I did speak to them just on stage, uh, but I couldn't actually get my pod mic out while I was on stage. And then afterwards, I was so drained, I just had to get away very, very quickly. Um, that sounds quite negative, doesn't it? But um, Ruler Live 2022 was just an absolute blast, a real success. And one man I did meet right at the very end, um, who, where I made the trailer for this podcast, um, was um, not just friend of the podcast, but um, basically um, the boss man. Um, um, Sir Daniel of Kogan bumped into him outside and that was my final person that I spoke to before I wended my way back to the hotel for an extraordinarily long Uber ride uh, to pick up my car the other side of town. Um, what a cracking ruler alive it was. Um, I'm just, it just takes me a few days to get over it. that was a lot of fun it always is and I'm hoping in 2023 to do that all again and I will try and speak to some more people if I can now what you haven't heard right is all the bits that we've had to cut out so please do spare a thought for our producer Niall who had to work extra hard on this and to prevent us from getting sued um, yeah well, can you just edit that bit out um, if that's okay Niall thank you <laughs> I've never really done a pod from a pub. A pop pod, pop pod, pop pod, pod. Might want to, no, I'll edit that bit out, didn't work. Yeah, well, can you just edit that bit out? No, no, <laughs> no, right. <laughs> On that note, right, right, Niall, Niall, edit that bit out. Like, who am I, no, edit that bit out. Cut that bit out, edit that bit out. You might want to cut that bit out, we might get it pulled down. Uh, we can speak to Neil Tennant anyway, I think he follows me on Insta. I've not heard that little montage. I didn't realise realize that I said edit that out so many times. But as you can tell, on a couple of those occasions, uh, I've had one or two beers. But uh, I tell you what, it was an absolute blast. And I'm smiling now because the memories of those three days are still fresh in my, my mind. Uh, brilliant stuff. Well, um, we're coming to the end of the pod. Um, I really enjoyed that because I actually listened to the whole thing live and just spoke the little bits in between live. So it's been quite an unusual way of doing the pod. I've been with it from beginning to end, which I quite liked. So all that leaves me to do is to thank Perry Apgwyneth, as ever, for the podcast theme tune. And of course, thanks to you lovely lot for listening. Don't forget to like, follow and rate the pod and maybe give it a little review if you feel like it. And also, want to recommend it to anyone with an asymmetrical face or imperfect teeth. And we can't all be Taylor Finney, so it would be nice for anybody else to know that they're not alone. Now, we'd love to hear from you by email. Our email address is podcast at sigmasports.com or you can leave a voice uh, note on our whatsapp burner phone the number of which is as follows 
plus four four seven 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 eight three two three two six eight. And finally, a massive thanks again to Ruler for allowing us to capture the chats today. And a big thanks to all the guests on the podcast, Lizzie, Taylor, Adam, Cassia, Nathan, Tom, Ed, Colin, Simon, and his son, Lucas. And of course, Perry, again, the most thanked man in podcast history. See you soon. Cheers all. Stay safe and goodbye. Oh,